Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhame, Dr. Joseph Kay, and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barrier Monday edition. My name's Brandon Strasser, the Real Naked Agent, along with Dr. Joseph K. And Brent Duhan. And today, BD, why don't you kick it off and talk about what we're going to go into when it comes to VC entrepreneurship and, and getting that business off the ground? Yeah, so not everyone has a whole bunch of money to start a business, and, and, but they may have a great idea a solution for a problem that's just outstanding and and they'll turn to venture capitalists other investors and or perhaps you've got a business and it's going and, and there's an opportunity for expansion you've turned some heads perhaps a venture capitalist or an investor comes out of the woodwork and says hey i really love what you're doing would you like to expand so we'll, we'll start from there so it's give a little take a little or take a lot and give a lot but what, what do you guys think about the, the whole concept of an outside investor in your business? So let's say it's already, already one that started. Yeah, uh, from the standpoint, I've been there two different times. And uh, each time had its pros and cons. I would sit there and say the first time it helped me get my uh, current company up and running and where it's at today, the second time around, um, I, I sit there and regret but i can't take it back and i've learned what to and what not to do when you take on a business partner whatever percent of ownership and if you want to conceptualize it easily that you haven't had a business watch shark tank and see what percent that they're wanting for what they're giving that's the easiest way that i could sit there and say um but sometimes what you give up is control uh you give up your, your decision-making powers and maybe some of your creativity that you want to go with on there. On the flip side, what you get in return is you could have rapid growth. You can bring on more team members to help, you know, build the team and you can get to locations that you, you, you couldn't currently reach because of the VC's money. Now you have to pick and choose what, what's more important to you. And a lot of people don't have that money out there and sometimes they go to the SBA. Uh, but if you have more of a tech or maybe an idea type of a company and the SBA is like, listen, you have no proven track record, you're going to have to go out there and raise the money. Joseph? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I come from a different perspective on this. Both you and Brent have built businesses and um, have a, you've lived it, you know, and I'm, I'm just talking in theory. So I'll, I'll put that out there right now. I don't, maybe I'm just built differently, but I think that there's a, a chunk of people like me out there. Um, I, I don't have like a huge, um, I don't have a huge problem giving up control of a lot of stuff to, to be perfectly frank. You know, I mean, I see it, I see, uh, you know, type A business persons that live and thrive off of risk and they love the adrenaline and they love the hunt and the, the excitement of it. And it's real kind of glamorous and exciting. Um, but at the same time, they demand total control over everything. And at times, not all the time, at times I see it kind of eat them up inside. 
you know, because you can never, you can never control anything. No one will ever control anything. And I see these people trying, it's like trying to watch me put on a fitted sheet. You know, you put down one corner and then the other corner pops up and you race over to the other side of the bed and you try to put that in. Um, and that's, I hate that feeling, you know? So if I had a great idea and I needed to move on it quickly and someone said, Hey, what are your non-negotiables? And I said, okay, I want A, B, and C out of the company. And they're like, great, I got some cash. Let's go do it. Honestly, I wouldn't think too hard about it. I'd just be like, all right, let's go. You know, I mean, it's, it's just kind of how I'm built. Um, and then that might cause problems later on down, down the line, but only in the sense that I didn't phrase my non-negotiables well first. I might say, you know, I want the employees to be paid X. I want this kind of benefits package for them. I want our vision statement to always be B. You know, I want this test when we're making decisions. Um, but if I can't summarize it in four or five bullet points, then I probably don't have a good idea anyway. So that, that's where I go. I know that's counter to the, you know, the the ethos of a lot of what we talk about, but that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, and real quick, it's not just control that you give up. It, it could be eventual buyout, um, you know, because usually there's going to be a multiple attached to it. And whatever money they bring, if they don't bring any value behind that, which I've seen before, unfortunately, they give you the money, they have a percent of ownership. And once you pay off that loan and you pay back whatever the multiple is in their ownership, if you really didn't get a lot in return, to me, it isn't always obviously a good deal, but BD, hey, you've had even more experience in this than I have in building larger companies. Throw in your, throw in your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. In, in some cases, it's outstanding, and it, it, I think it really comes down to the people. There could be other cases where there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and really no one, no one true chef, so to speak. And what really triggered our discussion on this one Everyone, there was an article uh, about uh, one of my passions that I love mm -hmm. to do, dinosaur barbecue. They're in the Northeast, primarily started in the Northeast. This was through Entrepreneur Magazine. And this was kind of a tale of good and bad. So he had a really successful business, had a, had a really good crew. And I think this is a really cool story. Uh, a really good crew that's grown with him. They started with food trucks and they're chasing motorcycle um events and they'd go with a food truck to go there long story short wanted to expand even though he had a ton of success but wanted wanted to expand and, and sought out an investor uh, the investors were pretty good but his his biggest issue wasn't the investor i think they were pretty pretty solid he just spent more time answering emails and took his eye off the ball rather than delivering good barbecue with great customer experience so that was kind of the, the cooks in the kitchen thing. And it took him away from his day-to-day -day passion of what he was doing and running his businesses. And here's the real cool, and I'll, I'll tip my hat to, to the owner. Uh, his name is John Stage, by the way. Here's what he did. He, he bought out, as you mentioned, Brandon, you, you buy out your investor. There's a multiple in there. Uh, could be painful uh, in, in a way. Could bring you back way down on the cash reserves. But something that he did, he's had employees 15, 20 years with him. He granted them ownership in, the, in his company. So that is a, a fantastic part of this story. Small businesses at its best, um, executing for and rewarding his, uh, his longtime employees. But there, there's good and bad. I don't want to be on the fence on it, but there's a lot of great stories without venture capital money that businesses never would have got off the ground just because of the simple fact not everyone 
has a big fat checkbook. Yeah, it's it's, and I don't want to sit there and say it's a necessary evil to have venture capitalists. You have to assess your situation, and then trust the sphere of people that you have around yourself. I mean, if I was to make a, a another decision down the road again about starting a company, getting VC, what it is, I, I'll be honest with you, I'd, I'd go to Joseph um, for some of the philosophical and some of the like, he'll bring out points that I'm not going to think about, you're not going to think about BD. Uh, and I'd probably go to you, BD, or I would go to you and sit there from from a financial, a business, a strategic standpoint. And that's the cool thing that I really want our listeners to understand is you have a wealth of knowledge here. I'm not just putting a feather in our cap of different mentalities. And that's why we work well together is because we each one of us sees that a little bit differently. So if you're looking to start a small business, a corporation, whatever it is, the next Amazon or Facebook, reach out to us. I'm not saying that we'll have the answers on everything, but we probably know someone that will and and know that you might make the wrong decision because that's the only way that you learn. You're not always going to be a hundred percent all the time. What do you have to, what do you want to wrap up with on this, Joseph? Yeah, I, I think that's, first of all, I think that's a great point. And I think that the only time I know I'm really off track is when I don't consider alternative perspectives, you know, like you really got to be open to alternative perspectives and think to yourself, you know, maybe I, maybe I don't know the whole of what I'm talking about. Um, so I do a hundred percent agree. I mean, I've grown so much, uh, Across the spectrum, just you know, being around you and Brent, and the, you know, hearing the stories of, of these, uh, the, the other side um, of uh, of some of these issues, uh, and it's tough. Like like I said, I mean, you need capital to move things forward. I mean, that's been true ever since the industrial revolution. Um, you're not some some of us are lucky enough to have the capital. You know, I mean, if you're opening up a lemonade stand and you got ten bucks, you can probably get yourself started. Uh, and then I'll kind of circle around back to what, what Brent was saying. Um, sometimes I think maybe people are confused about what they want. You know, maybe this guy at the end of the day didn't want a barbecue empire. Maybe he just want, wanted what he had all along, which was an awesome barbecue place that did really well and brought a lot of joy and financial stability to a whole community of people. Um, maybe he went looking for something he didn't necessarily want to find. Wow, that's a really good way to look at it. BD, what, do you, what are your lasting thoughts on uh, getting venture capitalists and starting up a uh, business uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint? For one, there's always going to be some sort of anxiety or fear when you're stepping into a, a new zone, starting a business. But a lot of that can be subdued with, with knowledge, going into the, the opportunity that you see with the uh, eyes wide open. To your point, three of us, times probably a thousand other resources that we have at our fingertips. We've been through it and the more information, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Again, reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts on this. And again, if you're thinking about starting up a business, we'd love to hear from you and uh, possibly even have you on the podcast to see what that, that, um, that, that fork in the road is getting ready to be or has been for you. And hey, just so you know, coming up on this Wednesday, we've got Jeremy Stump. Now, Brent and I have known him for some time, Brent better than I, but he, is, uh, he has served our country. He uh, has been in the mortgage world, still is, but through some, some forks in the road that he's had, uh, he changed his outlook on what he believed, how he should serve and service people in the mortgage world from a Turnham and Burnham where he didn't believe in it, but that's what he was being taught to a true service mentality. BD, anything on Jeremy? 
uh, just tune in. He's a fascinating individual, and uh, I consider him a very, very good friend. And uh, he is a great father and husband. Yeah, absolutely. Joseph, your thoughts on uh, the upcoming episode? Yeah, I liked I liked his story a lot. I think he's a few years ahead of most people. You know, I mean, he's he's living his uh, business life in a future oriented way. Um, all the stuff we've talked about over the last year and have heard about about being purpose driven and about delivering value and about doing the right thing and about finding balance. This guy's there. He's there already. And a lot of people are trying to get there. It's a great story. And the road that he got there, guys, it is, oh, yeah. uh, it, it's something that none of us have done. None of us want to have to go through, but it is, it truly is amazing. So you should check it out, tune in. And again, my name is Brandon Strauss of The Real Naked Agent, along with Dr. Joseph Kay and Brent Dewey. We'll see you on the airwaves. You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information, or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source. 